Greetings, blessings, and welcome to the Fuel for Your Journey podcast, where it is our mission to bring you topics, testimonies, and conversations that will fuel your journey through the seasons of life. The host is Debrada Sally, a.k.a. D-Life Mentor Coach, woman of faith, mother, Christian author, faith-based life coach, and wellness advocate. The vision of the podcast is to support others in gracefully moving through life and only accepting God's best and drawing them into the Lord's presence for renewal and healing. Discover more about Miss Sally and her mission at www.dlifementor.com. Join us for the live recording on the first and third Thursday of each month. We'd love to take your questions, dialogue, and have you be a part of the Fuel for Your Journey community. In the event you miss us live, catch us on your favorite podcasting platform anytime. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook as Fuel for Your Journey or Instagram at Fuel for Your Journey. That's at Fuel, the number four, U-R-J-R-N-Y. Interested in being a sponsor, guest? advertising an upcoming event or partnering with your product that will benefit our audience, contact us at info at dlifementor.com. We look forward to partnering with you. And now here's another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Greetings and blessings and welcome to another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. My name is Dee Sally, and I am your host. I'm excited about tonight's conversation. Um, Actually, today is Thursday, May, it's not May yet, Thursday, March the 28th, 2019, and we are going to be engaging on a topic uh, called, Lord, Bring Me Into a Wealthy Place. Before I bring on our, our special special guest, an anointed woman of God on. I just want to give and um, share some information. So exactly what does the Lord bring me into a wealthy place mean? We know in Scripture, in Scripture verse 3, John 1 and 2, it tells us, Beloved, I wish that you would prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. The word wealth itself can be defined as an abundance of valuable possessions or money. It can also be defined as plentiful supplies of a particular resource. A lot of people uh, don't believe in in spreading um, resources and information about wealth, but it's clear in the scripture where God tells us that he came, Jesus came, that we would have life and that we would have it more abundantly, that we would have it to the full and overflowing. He does not want us to live in lack. And in one of the uh, famous, not famous, um, scripture, well-known scriptures is, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Wealth doesn't have to just be financial, however. We should desire wealth in our relationships, in our health, in our giving, in our mindset. And so that's what has drawn or brought this topic to light onto Tonight, Lord, bring me into a wealthy place. I'm excited 
to have a special guest on tonight. She is the author of the book, Bring Me Into a Wealthy Place, Seven Prophetic Directives for Financial Increase. And her name is Linda Dominique Grosner Holland. She is the CEO of a six-figure, of actually six-figure your passion, the brand. She's a passive income coach and a midwife who is anointed for finances, marriage, and business. Dominique helps believers birth wealth and creatively enhance their everyday lives by turning their expertise into cash flow. She also hosts the annual Faith-Based Purpose Passion Profit Conference every year in the month of April, which is held in Virginia. And this conference is brought together to equip equip faith-based entrepreneurs and position them to dominate in the kingdom marketplace. She shares that her testimony is simple, that God took her from an unemployed single mom who occasionally flipped burgers to a passive income coach who made her first $100,000 selling a single product, which was a book. And now she teaches other believers, single moms, and entrepreneurs how to do the same thing. So her book, Bring Me Into a Wealthy Place, is a biblical promise that prosperity is a big biblical promise from the Father to those who believe. God desires for his children to prosper, but many find themselves in lack and burden with worry and anxiety because they are void of the practical application necessary to obtain the promises of God. In her book, Bring Bring Me Into a Wealthy Place, Seven Prophetic Directives for Financial Increase, she unlocks the doors to what prevents many from walking into the wealth provision and financial increase that has been laid up for them. In this book, she outlines seven key directives that instructs us all on how to obtain the kind of favor that swings open wide the doors to more than enough. So without further ado, I welcome Linda Dominique Prozner Holland to the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Welcome, Linda. Thank you. Glad to be here. You're welcome. So tell us, you know, um, how did these seven prophetic directives for financial increase um, come to light? What, what drew you to the place where you felt the need that a book had to be written on this topic? Wow. Um, in, in my quiet time and in my prayer time, I'm always seeking him about what he specifically wants me to do as a person, you know, never wanting to cross into someone else's lane and do what they're doing just because, but find out exactly what he wanted me to do. And finances, passive income, and creating wealth has always been something that he was just downloading instructions to me on how to do and how to accomplish. And I knew that If he was releasing it to me, it wasn't just for me. It was for me to share with other people. Um, The directives in the book really came about because 
you know, just so many people just seem stuck about how to do it, how to break poverty, how to actually have what the word says we can have. And like you said, wealth, he desires for us to have that, not just finances, but health and, you know, our, for our soul to prosper too. So as I just said and just made myself available for what he was sharing, he just began pouring out the principles to me, the instructions, and it ended up being seven prophetic directives for financial increase. Wow, wow. So, you know, who do you think is the uh, the person that needs to have, you know, the tools that are in this book? You know, um, I, I know it, you said believers. Um, you minister to believers. Um, but, you know, um, who exactly are you trying to reach with with this information? Well, I mean, I'm really trying to reach anyone who will grab a hold of it. I think that's the thing that separates us from all of the things that we can have that the word says is that, you know, we aren't really governing and stewarding his word like we should, mostly because a lot of times we don't know and because we haven't been taught. Um, I would love to say single mom specifically because that's what I was and that's what my struggle was as a single mom, just being able to give my son everything that he needs, you know, make sure he was clothed and fed. And I knew for a fact that I wasn't doing it on my own, that it was God instructing me every step of the way. So when he released these directives to me, yeah, I would definitely say that it's for the single mom who can't make it, but it's for anyone really who just feels like it's been such a struggle and they, they're believing or the enemy has convinced them that poverty and lack is their lot in life. So that's who I would say is the target audience, people who, you know, they want to have what God says, but for some reason it's just not manifesting and they don't understand why. That is so true. You know, um, one of the things that I struggled with for years and was it was mostly in my mind, um, I had a poverty mindset. And I, I haven't had an opportunity to fully read your book, and, and I know you do mention something about mindset in there. Mm-hmm. Um you know, do, do you want to talk about that's probably the biggest brick wall when it comes to walk, walking in your wealthy place. Would you say that? Because you have to get past those thoughts around, you know, and that poverty mindset concerning money and, and wealth. Yes. Yeah, you really do. And one of the key things that, you know, the Lord highlighted for me in the writing of this book is that, you know, holding on to your last, is not going to make it grow. It's not going to make it increase. So as believers, we have to always look at it from the perspective of a seed. We have to build our trust and our faith in our Father that when he says that we will not lack any good thing, that we believe him. So there were many times as a single mom, I was down to my last $20, and I was trying to stretch it and make it last because payday was coming up Friday, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I had to learn 
to just obey God. If he said so, if he said give, if he said do this or do that, I had to be obedient and slowly but surely that chipped away at that mindset and broke it down to the place that, you know, I'm able to believe God now for just anything. I won't let anything stand in the way of what I'm believing him for financially and in any other area too. Amen. Amen. And, and you know, I, you would have to have an ear to hear the instruction from God, um, wouldn't you say? So that that moves right into the importance of, having that relationship with him so that you can hear what he's Mm -hmm. instructing you to do. Yeah, definitely, definitely that relationship, because I find out a lot of times, you know, we might see something on social media or we might read a banner and we're clicking like and people's comment is usually I receive it. We can receive it, but the bottom line is we have to make sure the same time you're confessing that you receive it, that you're building your relationship with your father. You're building the relationship so when he gives you instructions on things to do, places to sell, who to sit under, that you are obedient because it goes hand in hand. I wish that just saying I receive it made it happen or manifest, <laughs> right. but, but we really have to have a relationship, and he wants it to be intimate, an intimate relationship. Right. And just like he revealed what is in this book to me, he'll, re- he'll reveal personal mm-hmm. things for each and every individual person as they come to him and sit and just, you know, soak up what he's pouring out. Amen. It's because the word says, I think it's in Jeremiah, um, come to me so I can show you great and mighty things. Yeah. And yeah, so that just that reinforces the importance of I would say everything in the kingdom is hinges upon that relationship with God. You know, we can't Amen. have other relationships if we haven't built it up with Him. Um, and exactly. just like any other relationship, He doesn't want us to look at Him as a sugar daddy either. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, don't have an intimate relationship like you said, but we want, we want, we want. And he doesn't just, can you speak to this? You know, he doesn't just want to give us just so we can pocket it and hoard it and and Mm -hmm. do what we want to do with it. Um, You know, it's many reasons why he allows us to be blessed. Yeah, amen. Amen. Go ahead. We're blessed to be a blessing. No, no. Yeah, I was going to say absolutely because, you know, here's the thing. Um, Intimacy with God shifts that mindset from being poverty to I'm a son or daughter of the Most High God and there's nothing that he's going to withhold from me. The truth is is that, you know, there are lots of people who, you know, um, come into money and they go through it and they end up back in poverty again because the mindset hasn't been changed. There was a documentary that I watched about a homeless man and it was actually – like, um, you know, they were doing a documentary and they were just watching him and just following him on his journey. So he went from finding a suitcase with $100,000 and in less than a year he was right back in the same place, homeless and on the street because his mindset hasn't changed. 
So many times we think it's the money. If we only had more money, more money, yeah. more money. But when you change that mindset, it's unlimited. There are no limits to what the Lord will release to you and what he will do for you. Amen. Yeah, because um, I'm thinking that um, without that mindset shift, you know, it's like having a bag with a hole in it. You know, exactly. you can pour and pour and pour into it, but if we aren't equipped to be good stewards, if we don't get things like what you have created here with the seven prophetic directives for financial increase, if we don't um, seek out tools and learn to how to invest, you know, like you said, we will end up Amen. back in the situation from where we started. So, you know, what um, would you sh- want to share with our listeners? What great was the greatest nugget you would have shared with our listening audience concerning um, how God can bring you into a wealthy place? Wow. I think um, there, there are three key things, actually. And the first thing is you have to get over fear, okay? A lot of people who are in uh, have a poverty mindset also have an underlying fear of not having enough. So when you begin to deal with that fear, when you begin to take your concerns and issues to God and he walks you through the process just delivering you from that mindset, then that's no longer something the enemy can use uh, to stand in the way of where God wants to take you. Also, I would say comparison. A lot of times, you know, we compare our lives to someone else's life, and we think we have to measure up like the Joneses, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But when we become content with what God has given us and use the tools and gifts that he's given us to actually make this increase come forth, um, we can then go on and teach others about it. I tell people all the time, you know, they say, Lord, I need some finances. I get emails almost every day with someone asking me, can you please pray for my finances? I need a financial miracle. Um, And the thing that I try and get people to see is the dormant gifts that we have within ourselves. God doesn't always send a mysterious check in the mail. Sometimes he just wants you to act on that thing that he told you to do. He wants you to, you know, write that book. He wants you to launch that podcast. He wants you to start offering that service and launch that business. So sometimes we are our own wealth economy because God has already put those things and those gifts in us. So we have to actually, you know, get with him to find out how to unlock that. Amen. So you said that there were three. Was there an additional one? Oh, yeah, it it sure is. Um, I would say (laughs) I would say definitely – Search the word. You know, the, the, the scripture itself says that we have to study the word. We have to transform our minds. We have to allow our mind to be renewed. So it's not enough to say this is how my mom did it, this is how my dad did it, or this is how my grandparents did it. You have to make sure that you're doing it according to the word because the word is God, and God gives us guarantees that we can take to the bank. Amen. Amen. That's so powerful. You know, um, I think things broke for me when I got to the point where, um, like you said, that fear, that Mm -hmm. fear and that 
poverty mindset held me in financial bondage for so, 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 so long. I really didn't see a turn or a change until, you know, I got past the point. You know, it went from one thing to another. So I lost my husband, so my thought was that income is gone. What a, you know, how am I going to manage our lifestyle going forward? God provide, you know, God provided. He'll send breadcrumbs, Amen. you know, to guide you and direct you along your way. And it was only in God breaking me loose from that fear and the sowing, like you said, but mm-hmm. also believing his word, not just, like you said, seeing the polls and um, jumping up and down and saying I receive it, but I had to get into his word and internalize it and and believe it for myself and trust. Trust the word is, is what it all yeah. boiled down to. You know, I had, I had to move from a place of quoting the word and actually believing the word and acting on the word. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. you know, he says, give and you shall receive. I've seen him um, pour into our lives time and time again just from me sowing a seed um, or, or stepping out and paying tithes, you know, even when it, was, uh, when it was tight. So um, he definitely is faithful, and he responds to our faith, you know, in what he has said in his word. So um, bring me into a wealthy place. Is there any more that you want to share um, concerning the book? I want to give you time, number one, to share where um, the listeners can get the book from. And um, I know you have a conference coming up. I want to give you time to share about that. Awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited about everything that God is doing in this season. One, because he, he prophesied it. And as he prophesies a thing and you actually see it with your eyes manifesting and coming to fruition, it increases um, just the connection that you have with God, the belief in everything that he says, and it gives little or no room for the enemy to come in there and try and infiltrate. Um, You mentioned something just now about, you know, how, you know, moments where you didn't, wasn't sure if you would have enough to do this, that, or the other Mm -hmm. thing. And I find that that's just such a trick of the enemy because here we, I mean, we're weighing two things. We have God's promise to us, but then here's the enemy whispering in our ear telling us, well, this is your last. You can't really afford to do it, you know, like. How are your kids going to eat? How are you going to get to work? Right. And all those kinds of things um, that, that try to contradict the promise that God gave us, that he will never leave us or forsake us. There's so many scriptures. Even, you know, as, yeah. you, as you go through the book in the back, I have listed, you know, just so many scriptures that we can meditate on about wealth and what God says and scriptures we can even recite to ourselves. Um, You know, it really just boils down to trusting God, hearing what he says, believing it, and then walking out on that thing that he's spoken. So I'm excited about the book. I'm excited um, for people who are reading it, and it's giving them, you know, like an eye-opener, and it's kind of leading them to do things the God way instead of the way that they've always done it in their specific family. Amen. So can you give us an example of how um, you 
saw this um, come to light in your own life, you know, to encourage somebody that may be in that place of doubt or concern. Um, you know, the word says that we are overcome by the blood of blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So Amen. If, if, I know you have. I know you have many. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, but if you I can share one of the juicy share. ones with us. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, wow. Where do I start? Um, well, my my ultimate test testimony is going from you know single mom. I was a single mom. I was working. I was working full-time, I was a single mom, and I was going to school full-time at night. So it's almost like you can say I desperately needed mm-hmm. my job. I needed it. I counted on every penny, and, you know, even pennies that weren't included in my check, I needed that too. Um, so when I was faced with the option to be able to walk away from my job, people thought I was crazy because that was like guaranteed money every two weeks. What are you doing? Are you crazy? Why would you do that? You know, you have a son. You have to pay rent and all that kind of stuff. But God gave a promise to me. He told me that he would put me in the position that, you know, at that tricky age, 14, 15, 16, that I would be able to be at home with my son, that I would be able to watch him, that I would be able to let him know that I'm there, that I'm not at work, I'm not too busy, and he did that for me. I was working at a hospital. I had been working at the hospital for about, had to be about 15 years at that point, and they offered, um, they were downsizing, but because I had a permanent position, they offered me like a buyout. So they would give you a couple of thousand for every year that you actually worked at the company, and I took it. I stepped out on faith. I had just written my um, first book. I had no idea how to promote it, but through um, the backing of, of the buyout from my job, plus them allowing me to get unemployment for a year and learning how to market my book, the cash flow was coming and coming and coming, and there was just no lack. So a lot of times we do things that defy um, what the normal person would do in life but I follow God. I chose to follow him because he had brought me that far, and I knew he wouldn't leave me, not just because that's what his word says, but that's because what he told me personally. So I'm like, Lord, you're really going to let me walk off of my job, um, become self-employed, and I'm not going to miss a beat. Is that what you're telling me? And I was asking and seeking before I signed off on the paperwork And I was able to do that. I was able to do that. There were some months definitely that I had to, you know, cry out and pray harder than other months. But, you know, just looking back, I would have probably done the same thing again because if I learned anything in that entire journey, it's that God can be trusted. Once we get past – not being able to trust people, whether it's friendships or relationships, and realize that God is not like any of those things or people, and he can be trusted, I think a lot more people will surrender, a lot more people will get the instructions from heaven, and they will begin to walk out those amazing things that God desires for them to do in the earth. Amen. You know, I I personally think that this is, 
this is powerful and it's needed. You know, um, a lot of believers even, you know, have the mindset that, you know, we're supposed to live in lack. We're supposed to be like Mm -hmm. Jesus and, you know, barely be making it, um, not have nice things and and all like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, we know we have the foundation of the word, but I think it's extremely important and a great thing that we have resources like this resources that you have put together, you know, to help people see that, you know, God wants us to have the best, you know, and, you know, we're not being greedy to want the best. We we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. And, you know, um, you know, we should, we should live, live as such. You're not saying to hoard again, like was mentioned in the beginning, but, you know, in order for us to build the kingdom, we need resources. And if we're living Amen. in lack and li- living from a lack mindset, there's no way that we can do that. There's no way that we can give to the, the person that's on the street corner because we're, we're so inundated with debt ourselves. That's so true. Amen. Yeah, and it's so amazing that you just mentioned hoarding because actually that's one of the prophetic directives. It talks about wow. gleaning versus hoarding because I I found, and I look at myself as, as an example of this too, um, there are believers who you want, if there's a popular book everyone's talking about, you run out and get it. If there's a CD set everyone is talking about, you run out and get it. And we collect these things, but we never really fully consume. And if we consume wow. it, we don't put it into practice in our life. And the Lord told me, he said, that's the reason why so many people are in lack or even if they break poverty off their lives, they're not walking into the wealth that they can as a believer because they, they're not consistent. There's no consistency of the application of the information that they're getting. So they're piling up the books, they're piling up the CDs, and, mm-hmm. okay, I'll get around to that. You know, I mean, we all know people who collect magazines because there's one article in there that we're going to read one day. But God is saying <laughs> now is the time. Yeah. You need to read and you need to consume the information so that it can come alive in your life. Amen. You know, I think about, um, you see those documentaries and things about wealthy people, you know, people Mm -hmm. who went from rags to riches and things like that. And, you know, I think one of the things that, you know, that they have done to get where they are, they read resources. They follow people who are wealthy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They took action on those things. You know, I'm guilty myself. I have so many books. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, but I have mm-hmm. I made up in my mind, and I'm I'm always buying books and buying books. You know, but I made up in my mind that rather than have have them books sitting, that I will read one new one per month. You know, because exactly. like you said, there's a wealth of knowledge that I personally have here in my book bank. You know that I haven't taken advantage of. So I I you know I am guilty of that and. um but the thing is, even if we're guilty of it, when we come to the realization, when things like this come across our path showing us that we have those tools in our house to come out of that place of lack and walk in the 
wealthy place that God has for us, once we make that decision to do so, he'll start taking us and showing us the way. Amen. I was just going to say that, yeah, I think we can all say that we're guilty in some form or fashion Mm -hmm. with collecting things and just wanting it because, oh, that sounds like a good book or a good CD series. Um, But, yeah, when we make up our mind to, you know, just begin to consume the information and implement it, you know, God can fast track us. He can take us from you know, where we should have been 20 years ago if we would have applied ourselves, he can take us there, you know, to what would seem to people like overnight, you know. So accelerated learning is possible. God can allow us to just implement stuff. And next thing you know, we're making connection, we're creating products, and we are getting where he desires for us to be, which is to the level where we can help be kingdom you know, um, creators, we can sow into great things that the Lord wants built and birthed in the earth. Amen. Amen. So, you know, to that person that, you know, has listened to the podcast so far, and they're at the place where, you know, they realize that they're ready to take the step forward so that God can bring them into the wealthy place, what, um, you know, advice or prophetic insight would you give to them? I would say definitely make sure that, you know, especially in the busy society we live in, make sure that you give God ample time in your day. I try my very best, and I don't always get it because, you know, when when you have a cell phone, there are always notifications going (laughs) off, you know what I mean? But I try Mm -hmm. my very best to sit still, to hear what he's saying, how he wants to order my day. And if I find that, okay, I should have given him 30 minutes in the morning, but I only gave him 10, then I try and make up for that at night. Because the key is, I mean, we can read all of the information just like we read the Bible, but it's God, it's Holy Spirit that breathes revelation. And information is just information until God breathes on it and shows you how you can apply it and fit it in your life. And that's what we want ultimately. We want it to come alive in our life. So we need that revelation. We need God to breathe on it. Lord, I'm reading this book. It says this, this, and that. How can I implement that in my life? What what do I what do you want me to do with that information? And He will give us instructions just like that. Amen, amen. So before I let you share, um, you know, about what you have coming up, what you have going on, and where they can get the book, um, something I wanted you to share about sewing. You know, a lot of amen. people, you know think of, may think of sewing as i got to give this huge offering and things like that. But I know mm-hmm. from being connected to you and following you, you talk about the sowing of the small seeds that God Amen. can provide the increase from. Can you talk about that a little? Yes, ma'am. Um, for me, it was not something that I was even accustomed to doing. I had heard of tithing. I skipped over the word where it said offering. (laughs) And I was Mm -hmm. just like, okay, I'm doing the best I can, Lord. I'm doing the best I can. But when I got to the point where, 
you know, God showed me himself. Just because I say so, it doesn't mean you have to give like a $50 seed or a $1,000 seed. You know, you can sow pennies. Again, what God is trying to get us to do is be consistent. There's a chapter in the book also about sowing, and in it, you know, God gave me the download and the example about a farmer. So if a farmer has like 10 acres of land and he doesn't plant any seeds, he can stare out his window all day. There's nothing that's ever going to harvest and come up. You know what I mean? So we have to be the same way. And I say sow consistent seeds because that way you don't have any barren months. You're sowing in January. You're sowing in February. You're sowing in March. And Every month consecutively you're sowing so that there's no barren fields in your life. You want to have consistent harvest, then you must sow consistent seeds. And, again, we, we can start – we did a 12-cent challenge, and people were so mm-hmm. – people were so um, – excited to be able to participate in that because they're like, really, I can get a blessing sowing 12 cents? <laughs> yes, it's, it's a seed. Just because it's 12 cents and it sounds like such a little, what God is looking at is your heart and your willingness yeah. to give. And that's what we need to understand as believers. Don't, don't hold back and say, I'm going to wait till I get $100 and then I'm going to sow. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to impress God. You're just trying to be obedient to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. And obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. (laughs) Amen. So you have the floor. I want you to share anything um, that you wanted to share that we haven't had the opportunity to talk about. And also, um, I know you have a powerful conference coming up next week. Share about that and share where they can get your book from. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, I'm walking in a bit of obedience myself because the Bring Me Into a Wealthy Place book, I wrote it, I believe it was two years ago. And, you know, when I released it, you know, sometimes we can do things and it not be the timing of God. So I felt like sales were slow and, you know, I got kind of not disappointed, but like, well, maybe I need to just pull back on this. So then I did. And at the beginning of this year, the Lord said, this is the year of the open doors. You have to share this book, show these people how I desire to bring them into a wealthy place and the seven things, instructions and things they need to be doing and following to make sure that nothing hinders that. So as I begin to share a little bit about the book, the response was way better than it was the first time, and that instantly let me know that it was the timing of God. And then moving forward, you know, people are pre-ordering. The, I mean, because the book had been on back order, and I just got a shipment that came in today, and people are buying copies. But, you know, it's changing the lives and thought processes of people, and ultimately that's what God wants. He needs that so that the kingdom of God can be built up. But you know, if you desire a copy of the book, it's available as a download ebook format, and you can download that today and start reading it. It's a very quick, quick read, and you can also order it um, in paperback too on my website. My website is sixfigureyourpassion.com, or you can just go directly to the book, um, and the link for that is tinyurl. 
dot com slash wealth is my portion. And we all want wealth to be our portion. So I'm just praying that um, the testimonies keep coming in from the book. Like I said, people's lives were changed. And, you know, it's not about me. It's about being able to equip my brothers and sisters in Christ. So ultimately that's what my desire is to do, and that's why I revived the book, just being obedient to what the Lord said. Um, Now the event, yes, I'm excited about the event. I'm trying to, you know, keep myself calm. This is the um, this is the sixth year of the conference. It's the Purpose Passion Profit Conference, and the conference is a prophetic business conference. But what the Lord instructed me: do not limit it to people who have businesses. Some people come who just have ideas. Some people who come who may want to write a book one day. Um, and people who just need to be freed up so that what God has put in them can come forth. And every year with different speakers coming, I've seen that happen. I've seen people get activated. I've seen people, you know, come to me and tell me, God downloaded this as I was sitting at the conference, in the audience, in the atmosphere. So I know this is something that is needed because – you know, God said to build it. And when he says to build something, it's for a specific purpose. We have people coming from all over Africa, you know, um, California. We had people fly clear across the U.S. last year. And we have people who are returning as well as people who are coming for the very first time. So, you know, there's still time to register purposepassionprofitconference.com is the website, and they can actually go on there and read the actual testimonies that were sent in by people who were in attendance, who were healed, who were delivered, and who were set free. I'm excited. Amen. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can't remember what year I came. I don't know if it was the year before. If it was two years, I know it wasn't last year. So my, yeah, it must wasn't have been last two years year. ago. Yeah, it was the year before last. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I was tremendously blessed, you know, despite you know, all the hurdles that I had to uh, jump through. Yes. You know, um, and I think, like you said before in your page, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of people had to go through a lot of hurdles to get yes. there. But when it, there's anything that's promise filled and full of God, you can always expect some type of, uh, not, I don't want to say obstacle, but some type of pushback trying, just trying to keep you from it. The same applies to us walking in a wealthy place. The enemy yeah. does not want us to walk in the wealthy place, so he will keep us from resources that will help us to prosper. He'll keep us from connections that will divinely, that will be divinely connected that will take us into our wealthy place. So, um, you know, it's critical It's critical that we stay connected to God, as, as we both mentioned throughout our time together tonight. And um, I know you're, that the gathering that you're having is going to be a tremendous success. I'm looking forward to experiencing it again for the second time. It's oh, amazing that it's been six years. <laughs> I know. I so know. It has. Truly, truly yeah, a it, blessing. It has- 
Yeah, and it's really just grown. It's taken on a life of its own. You know, God specifically handpicked the speakers this year. And I'm telling you, um, I just feel like wealth is going to be unlocked at the event. Um, you know, finances are going to flow. I just, I just, even now, I just, I'm seeing and I'm believing that yeah. even before people leave, they're going to have money just coming and being deposited in their account. That's what it's like to be in a supernatural atmosphere and in the glory. Things that don't make sense naturally um, happen, and we, we're just believing for that at this event. Amen. Miracle signs and wonders. Amen. So God, God bless you with the Purpose, Passion, Profit Conference. Um, if you could just, you shared all your information. We, they know how to find you. Um, they know about the conference. Um, can you just close us out um, before I go into the actual closing of, the, of our time together? I'm going to give you a time to just say a prayer um, that will not position someone, but um, seek to be a straw to bring someone out of that place of lack and draw them into the wealthy place. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father God. We thank you tonight, God, for this opportunity to share and minister. But right now, God, we just pray for those who are listening, those who are dialed and tuned into the broadcast, Father God. I pray even now, God, that you would allow any scale, any scale of poverty to fall off of their eyes tonight in Jesus' name. We just pray, Father God, that the stronghold of the enemy on our mind and our wallets and pocketbooks be broken in Jesus' name, and that you would allow finances to flow into the lives of believers and the listeners, God, that may even be non-believers, Father. Let them draw close to you. Let them see that their wealth is connected to their relationship to you. Show them that there is no lack in you, and if they're connected to you, that they are prosperous, God. Lord, I pray even now that you would overflow their lives with abundance, God, in every area that that's needed and necessary. Father, we just thank you, God. We know that there is no lack in you, and as the creator, you never run out of finances. You never run out of ways to bless us. We just thank you tonight, Father. I pray even now that as they turn the pages and bring me into a wealthy place, Father God, that you would allow them to fully absorb every prophetic directive and activate it in their lives in Jesus' name. Father, you talk about bringing forth the harvest God. Allow them to manifest that which you have given them. Show them how to not bury their talents, God, but multiply their talents and bring forth increase in their lives, God. Lord, your scripture says, God, that we should leave an inheritance for our children, Father God. An inheritance of spirituality is good, God, but we need financial legacy left to our children, Father, so that they're able to walk, so that they're able to not lack so they're able to trust and go and move and do what you say when you say to do it without having to check a bank account first. We just thank you, God. We know that you give good gifts to your children, God, and all we have to do is have faith. You said have 
faith, and there is nothing that will limit us from what you want to do as long as we have faith. So I just thank you tonight, God. I bless every hearer, God. We bless, Father God, the podcast host in Jesus' name for even hosting and wanting to discuss this topic. Let her life overflow with abundance, God. Give her keys to unlock every door that's trying to prevent her from moving forward. We just thank you, glorify, and magnify you tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 To God be the glory. Amen. Bless you. Uh, bless you. Bless, thank you for being a guest. Um, thank you for having the podcast. me. And yeah, you know, we missed the last time, but this was the appointed time that you Amen. needed to be on the podcast. So yes. I'm grateful for you actually, actually being able to come on. Um, and maybe sometime in the future you'll come on again. So um, yes, I'm going to close out the topic now on tonight. I just want to say, well, everyone, we've reached the end of another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Thank you to uh, Linda Dominique Grosner Holland, our guest for tonight. I want to thank our faithful listeners and our committed supporters. And um, before I actually close us out for tonight, I just wanted to share some upcoming things that I have. I want to give the listeners an invitation to an event that I'm hosting along with my co-host on Saturday, May the 4th in Towson, Maryland. It is a conference or empowerment um, event for women being hosted on Saturday, May the 4th from 10 to 1 p.m. Again, it's in Towson, Maryland. Get more information on my website at d lifementor.com, scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and you will be able to click on the link for up, under upcoming events where you can learn more. Also, join us on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. on my Facebook page, Debrada D. Sally. We will be having an information, a live information session on Facebook, so you can learn more about the event and make plans to join us. It's a small investment of $15. Ladies, I'm telling you, it's important that we take time out for ourselves. We're always busy helping everyone else, being there from, for everyone else. So make plans, put it on your schedule, and make plans to join us on Saturday, May 4th for the Fearfully and Wonderfully Made Women's Empowerment Event. Until we meet again, remember, just as a vehicle can never get very far without stopping by the gas or filling station, neither can we. Our Father in heaven desires that we seek him with our whole heart and be filled daily through his word and a personal relationship with him. His presence is the greatest fueling station of them all. Father, we thank you for filling us up as only you can. Join us again for the next podcast in two weeks. Thank you for joining. Take care and God bless.